0: Hi, and welcome to Broken Wheel, a blog and podcast taking an in-depth look at the Bible. I'm your author and host, Hunter Carl. Today, we're looking at Ecclesiastes 7-2. It is better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting, for this is the end of all mankind, and the living will lay it to heart. If you aren't thinking back to chapter 2, verse 2, when you read today's passage, then I encourage you to consider it. I said of laughter, it is mad, and of pleasure, what use is it? As I argued in the post, there is a distraction in laughter. Laughter can cause us to be disconnected from the painful experiences of others. It's good to laugh at parties, but life isn't a constant celebration. If you spend your time being with people who just want to have fun, don't be surprised when no one is around when you are suffering. What does laughing have to do with our verses? Well, imagine a feast or party without laughter in the background. Do you want to be there? Probably a pretty lame party if no one is telling a good joke or laughing at some ridiculous hijinks. And what's wrong with a good time? Life is hard enough. We need the opportunity to joke and unwind with people who love us. Didn't Solomon say there was nothing better under the sun than this? In this verse, we can explicitly see Solomon working to undermine that argument. There is something better to do with your time than to go to the next feast. You can go to the house of mourning. Why on earth would you ever want to do that? Hey man, if you want to come over later, I'm going to head over to Frank's funeral. It's going to be lit. Right, that's a bit ridiculous. You're not going to a funeral to enjoy yourself. It's not a good time. To weep is your expectation, not laughter. So why would you want to go? Because maybe you want to take your life seriously. Maybe you want something more than the next dopamine hit with slick serotonin to wash it down. Maybe you're sick of waking up every day and being disappointed in the fact you never found the way to truly live for God. Maybe you're not scared enough to get out of your comfort and excess and pursue the parts of your life that truly can awaken and develop your soul. Perhaps you need to see a corpse, a casket hovering over a six foot drop, and hear someone speak of the poor soul no longer with us. The Hebrew word here translated to living means just that in addition to raw and fresh. What's the idea? Those awake and new will take what they see at a funeral to heart. It's only those who are hardened that can ignore its lessons. They have decided, as Dr. Peter Kreef notes, to treat death like a stranger. Is this wise? No. It's never right to ignore the inevitable. Does that make it less frightening? No. Solomon expresses this when he describes that no one knows what comes after. Yes, we have our faith, but none of us know exactly what may await us in heaven. Yet we have a promise and a great love that buoys us up, allowing, as it were, to live our best lives now and in a manner where even our deaths can be seen as a noble adventure. Is that bliss meaningless? Does God mean to trick us? Perhaps one way to know is to go to the burials of the redeemed. If you liked what you heard today, visit brokenwheel.substack.com and sign up to get this podcast and blog posts sent to your email. The podcast is also available on iTunes and Spotify. Please rate and review us there. If you want more of my writing, visit the About page on my website to read short stories I recently published in journals such as the Blue Mountain Review. Thanks, and have a great rest of your day.